dear cheap astronomy, why are magnetars magnetic? Keen listeners will recall that a magnetar is a type of neutron star, all of which have strong magnetic fields, but magnetars have crazy strong magnetic fields, sufficient to warp the geometry of subatomic particles and polarise a vacuum if you can believe it, not to mention understand it. Keen listeners may also recall there is a growing view that magnetars are just a phase that neutron stars go through at some point in their lives. But before we go there, just how the heck do we know these things have magnetic fields in the first place? This, like a great many things in astronomy, is the product of supposition rather than direct measurement. One of the main forms of data we get from neutron stars and magnetars is the radiation beams that shoot out from each pole in the form of radio waves for your standard neutron stars and X or gamma rays for your magnetars. When these polar beams cross our line of sight at Earth, we get a pulse of radiation, kind of like seeing a lighthouse from far away. Those pulses tell us how fast the objects are spinning, which for standard neutron stars is pretty fast, and for magnetars is crazy fast. And so QED, since those beams are electromagnetic radiation, an electromagnetic source seems clearly involved, and we know that when you spin something that has an electric charge, you generate a magnetic field. Hence our conclusion that neutron stars have magnetic fields and magnetars have crazy powerful magnetic fields. Then, as patronising science communicators like to say, now you're probably wondering where all the charge comes from, since neutron stars are made of neutrons, right? It's apparent that neutron stars do still retain some charged particles, in addition to all the neutrons that give them their name. The origin of these charged particles isn't altogether clear. Remember the neutron star itself is the remnant core of a star that went supernova, where a core collapse had crunched protons and electrons together into a dense ball of neutrons, much smaller than the original star's core, but also much denser. So it may be that a few protons got missed by that big crunch, or perhaps they were later drawn down to the neutron star's surface from surrounding plasma. The tremendous density of a neutron star means that gravity at its surface is also pretty tremendous, so anything approaching its surface will be trapped and held by it. Anyhow, however they got there, neutron stars clearly do have some charged particles, probably more in the star's outer crust, and when the star spins, those charged particles generate a magnetic field. It's thought that the field then drives the motion of those charged particles, channeling them towards the poles, so they're driven into close proximity to each other, creating heat as well as radiating light. At least we think that's roughly how it works, maybe. We are mostly guessing at the possible mechanisms based on the data we get, rather than making any direct observations of those mechanisms themselves. Another bit of data which supports this whole hypothetical framework is that neutron stars' rapid spin rates 
are slowing, not by much, but in a measurable and very steady way. Given these stars are just spinning in a vacuum, it's hard to explain why their spin rate slows like this, unless, of course, you invoke a magnetic field, which essentially applies a brake to the star's spin through the drag that's generated between the star itself and those surrounding charge-particle interactions, meaning that the star's angular momentum energy is being converted into heat and those polar radiation beams. So let's now take all this thinking back to the context of magnetars. Rather than their polar beams being radio waves, they're beaming out gamma and X-rays. So that implies a much more powerful magnetic field must be at work, which creates more heat and more intense radiation beams. And while magnetars spin really fast, their spin down rate is also quite fast which is why the average life of a magnetar is only around 10,000 years. So again, this is consistent with our hypothetical framework. With a higher energy beam suggest a more powerful magnetic field is at work, and the faster spin down rate supports the idea that that more powerful magnetic field is exerting more braking on the magnetar's spin. Of course, this all remains a heated and highly charged debate, but this is, more or less, the current state of thought.